the tragedy isn't that some people die. The tragedy is that some people never live. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday to you. So as you can see, unless you're like me, unless you got on, unless you got on glasses and still can't see, or if you're blind in one eye and can't see out the other, <clears throat> then you can see that I am obviously driving. Happy Monday to you. I hope all is well. I hope that you had a great, positive, and productive weekend. I gotta pull over one second. Hear some wind coming through my door. I hope you all have been having a positive and productive weekend or end of your week going into your your actual week. <clears throat> Want to stop by and say hello and say thank you for joining me for Move Mondays. So I had a great weekend, as always. I try to have some of the best times possible. By the way, this song that you're listening to in the background, I'll turn it up a little bit so you can hear the chorus. So this song that you're listening back, uh, you know, that you're listening to in the background, is actually an original song. It's a song that I wrote called Home. <clears throat> and uh, this is from my band's recording. The actual full album is called Home as well. And this is the title track here. I'm going to let you listen to the first part of the melody. are finally right back home where I belong. Thank you. Thank you so much. I wrote this about three years ago. Yeah, man. This is the second part to the melody. give some context on this particular song um, you know because <clears throat> thanks ball man thanks for reaching out bro yeah I know this is your favorite tune man that's it's so funny because I didn't plan on playing this tune 
And then uh, I just happened to throw my CD player on. It's like, I'm going to just put, put on a little music. The serenade, yeah. <laughs> I figured I'd put a little music on while we were doing Move Mondays. And I was like, you know what? There's so many people that, you know, since I wrote, since the time I wrote the song and since the time we released this project, there's so many new people, new friends that I have. What's up to all my new friends? This past week has been exploding with new friends and I've just been happy to make new relationships. So hello to, I think it's like 427, like it was some crazy number. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining your homie, your new homie. <laughs> now, I thank you for joining me on my journey. And everybody that's come in, whether it's been because of one of my quotes or when it, you know, whether it's been because of a musical video, whether it's been, you know, me and my daughter, thank you so, so much. So, well, we're not releasing it again. We're just right now, you know, it's still released. Just talking to new people about it. People who have no idea because they're very new friends. So I'm going to give you all some context on this tune. How you doing, man? How's your uh, how's your weekend, bro? Hope all is well. So I'm going to give you all some context on this tune. <clears throat> the song is called Home. And, uh... I'm gonna mess with I'm gonna mess with y'all real quick. Y'all never seen this before in a car. <laughs> so that's called a melodica. I carry that around with me because there's a lot of times when I'm uh <laughs> That's what's up, man. There's a lot of times when uh I'm heading to gigs and you know i practice music in my head at this point because of my uh, ear training in school i can pretty much listen to something on the radio and <clears throat> if i leave my house and cut cut the uh song on by the time i arrive to my destination i can play the entire song it's witchcraft <laughs> now nah, but i'm really grateful for that skill and i say it's witchcraft because like sometimes i think about it, i'm like wow like to people I forget about it because, you know, it's been a while now, but like I think about it a lot. I'm like, wow, to people who, uh, you know, aren't musicians and <clears throat> have never done this, like this is like sorcery, <laughs> you know, the fact that somebody can sit down and listen to a song and not touch an instrument and play it. But sometimes I like to practice when I'm in the car, not while I'm driving, of course. But um, anyway, so that's this is called a melodica it's called a melodica and it's made by that company there it's made by a company called Honer in fact Honer now even if you aren't a musician you'll be able to relate to this Honer is the company okay I'll give you all some context uh, this is like <clears throat> I guess we can call this segment for a second and name that tune alright here we go ready one two Three, four. Give a prize to the first person who can name that. 
Alright, nobody said anything yet. I'll go ahead and give it away. <clears throat> Five, four, three. <laughs> Superstitious, Stevie Wonder. So this company, Honer, that made this uh, this piece of equipment here called a melodica, they uh, created the clav. You know, it's called a clav, clavinova. It's for long clavinet. I'm sorry, <clears throat> is the full name. But the clav is that sound you hear when you hear that song, that funky like. That sound is called clavinet, and that was made for Stevie Wonder. I believe it was made for Stevie Wonder. And now I gotta go check my history and come back to make sure. I, I believe it was. I believe the honer was created for Stevie Wonder. I believe he was actually like the creator of it or part of the creation of it. So they made that. It's called a melodica, and I like to play with it. Anywho. <laughs> I'm supposed to give, be giving you all context of the song and the song that went off because I've been running my mouth. So, this song is called Home. And I said three years ago, but to be honest, as happens to so many artists, I think I wrote it more than three years ago. So, um, the song was originally written. In fact, you know what? I believe I wrote it like 2012. So, seven years ago. <laughs> I believe between maybe 2012, I'll say at the most, or the latest 2014, at the most recent 2014. And this song resembles the life path. This song I wrote, I wrote the melody here. In fact, I'll I'll sing it for you and tell you what it means. And the lyrics are. Finally home, right back where I belong. Finally right back home where I belong. This part is about going on a journey. Asking questions in life, pondering on things. And then when you find your place, your purpose, your flow, your destiny, you're finally home, right back where you belong. This is the second part, the journey. This represents traveling, journey, trying some things out, getting into some things. Then eventually, once you try different things, then you finally you finally find your place at home. Now, for some of us, you know, maybe we're still looking for that place. What is that place? You know, that place is really what I feel like I found all over again, which is actually pretty cool that I that this song even just you know fell in the mix. This is the only CD I have in the CD player, and I was like, I'm gonna play the best song. It just happened to be the one that makes the most sense as well. Um, so, you know, right now, as I thank all my new friends, all my new... I don't even like to call people fans or followers. I, I like to call people friends. So as I thank my new friends, all the people that have decided to give me two to three seconds of their precious time to stop by the page and 
to appreciate something that I put out. I say thank you, and this is something that I've been doing on the regular for a while, but now, because of my business and marketing, I'm, I'm what I like to call a creative brand strategist amongst many things, being a musician, a producer, engineer, all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, right now I've been applying something that I've been helping other people with, and that's using the Facebook public figure page to be able to reach your core friends, your core audience, your core fans that are out there that don't know about you yet just because they haven't met you yet. That's all. So what do I mean? I take myself. I'm the type of person that, you know, every hour a quote comes to my mind. You know, it's just something that's natural for me because I was first a poet from the age of like eight and then I became a hip-hop lyricist at the age of 17. And, you know, from there, my, my deep passion and deep dive into art has, you know, created this kind of person. So I'm heavy into quotes. So now I'm around about two, three, four, five hundred more people now that that's what they live for is a good quote, you know. Or when it comes to being, you know, a black father and being heavily invested in the lives of my children, it's just who I am. Now there's a lot of people out there who are appreciating what I do who are black mothers, some single black mothers, some in relationship of people, people that can relate to and appreciate seeing someone who is African-American, who's a young father, I'm 36 for you all that don't know, um, and who, you know, takes pride in being a father, you know, who, who does the best they can to be in the lives of their children, and you know, that kind of thing, so, shout out to all my new friends who appreciate that, <laughs> I so am, I'm just like ecstatic right now, and then, the people who love music you know and so I feel like I found my place of home all over again and um, I have a podcast in fact that I really want you all to hear and it's called um, it's called The World is My Sampler and Life is My Record and um, the reason why I want you all to hear that is because that was a conversation that I had with my drummer and one of his friends and I was using my phone to record the conversation uh, because there was a lot of useful things that we were saying and it was a really great moment and we started to make music and it was <laughs> we weren't all playing instruments like my buddy my drummer he was playing the piano and um, I was on the couch just you know sitting and talking to his buddy Brandon we were just talking about business and so the couch that I was on had like this hollow sound to it. And so when you hit it, it had like a thump, like a nice thump, like a like a kick drum. I got to show you all my favorite place to eat. Look behind me there. Let me see if I can point at the sign. See if I can get it right. Hold on, hold on. I got to get it right for the picture. <laughs> all right, see this place right here? I think that's the right place. Yeah, that's the right place. Tasha's Unk. That's my favorite place to eat right there. <laughs> That's in uh, a Caribbean place, and I like jerk, jerk chicken there. Anyway, 
so back to the story so we're in the studio my drummer's playing the piano and um, I'm talking to Brandon we're talking business and so the couch that I was on had like a thump to it so I was telling my drummer to keep playing that groove because it was a cool groove really cool groove and uh, you know it was kind of fun that we had, it was like a roll reversal kind of deal pause for anybody <laughs> that stops the trip even though I don't I'm not homophobic but anyway it was kind of cool because I was like ah I get a chance to play some drumming and I hear something and this couch like sounds great as a kick drum so I started doing that Brandon when he was kicking his science about you know his philosophy on life and business and how to touch people and reach people and just all that kind of good stuff how to empower people he started like speaking in the key that the drummer was was saying so I took my phone I was recording it and it was great I can't wait to bring y'all that moment like very very soon I just got a whole bunch of stuff that I'm trying to edit and I just got a new editor on my team to help out with some things so anywho with this when I left there you know I was like man because I'm in this mode like almost all my conversations are recorded at this point because there's a lot of information that I say from person to person that's useful information that I want everybody to receive, you know, and that's my brand. That's what I do. I put on Facebook the other day. I said, you know, I think that in five years, my resume is going to read that, you know, my profession is that I create new relationships and I nurture old relationships. <laughs> hey, Adama. Thanks for hanging out. Hope you're well. Hope you had a great weekend. <clears throat> and happy Monday to you. So, you know, now if you all could, what's up, Joseph? Hey, man, I really appreciate you for hanging out this morning, bro. It really meant a lot for you to hang out this morning and for you to drop um, drop your, your two cents, man, within the chat. That was really appreciative, man. I really, really appreciate that. Thanks for starting to give a heads up, too, on what the IRLB program is. Because, man, I could be a poster child for IRLB right now. So, anyway, I left, you know, my drummer's place. And I'm looking at, you know, the fact that this is what I do. I'm involved in the life of people every day. I'm recording my conversations. I'm capturing amazing moments. It's all on my podcast if you're not there (laughs) and I thought back to when I was 17 years old excuse me I thought back to when I was 17 years old I thought back to being a beginning hip-hop producer and I thought back to being introduced to like it's a long way you guys from my 17 year old hip-hop producer behind the beat machine chopping sample self to what you're hearing in the background You know, being a professional pianist playing Chick Corea tunes with like amazing people like my brother Craig Austin, who's killing tennis sacks right now. You know, I've I literally have had an amazing journey, amazing journey through music. I've been fortunate enough to play all major styles of music, you know, from pop to hip-hop, R&B, gospel, soul, funk, blues. So anyway, 
you know, when I was 17, I was exposed to the Gemini Sampler. Any musician, Joseph, which, you know anything about the Gemini Sampler, man? The 14-second the Gemini Sampler back in the day. <laughs> now it's like we've got Pro Tools, we've got all these other, you know, programs, and it's like, you know, samplers are, you know, gone now. But 14 seconds, you can capture 14 seconds of a voice or of a sound in order to put in your recording and chop it up and make it, make music out of it. Excuse me, I'm out. My, I'm, I'm a little, uh, my throat is a little sore. That's why I sound like this. <clears throat> I kind of lose my voice a little bit. It's from all the talking that I do on the regular. <clears throat> so anyway, drop a line too if you can hear me clearly. So I'm thinking back to my 17-year-old self. I'm thinking about getting, you know, equipped and introduced to the sampler. And I'm thinking about the fact that, like, because I got so used to listening to music through ears of, like, like snapshots of amazing moments, like capturing amazing moments, now that's how I use my phone. And instead of it being a 14-second sampler... Like, I'm able to record everywhere I go. You know, we're a long way from cassette tape recorders. <laughs> if I was doing... i trip off of that just thinking about it. If I was doing what I'm doing now back in the 80s, I would have been walking around with this, this cassette tape recorder looking weird as I don't know what. But now, you know, I can just have my phone and I can have my earphones, you know, my earbuds or like I have now a little clip on my... So long ways but i'm using the same mentality to capture life and so what i realize now is and i labeled i labeled this podcast my phone is my sampler and the world is my record hey kelly thanks for hanging out let me see what you all have been saying thanks for hanging out happy monday to you i appreciate you delane make sure i pronounce that right Delane Cook, I thank you so much. That song means a lot to me, and I still haven't finished telling the whole story because <laughs> I'm so long with it. I'm so damn long with it. <clears throat> but my phone is my sampler, the world is my record. And so bringing it all the way back home to this song that I'm supposed to be telling you all what it means, um, this melody was written because there's two parts to the melody, like I explained earlier. There's one part, the first part, the A section, that's about, you know, the questions of life, trying to figure out your purpose, your destiny, trying to figure out, like, what you desire to do. Now, I'm the type of person that I don't believe in a handed down purpose or destiny. I don't believe in a, a predetermined. I don't believe in predeterminism. I believe that <clears throat> we're the ones that's defining our destiny every minute, every moment of the day every hour of the day, every day, every day of the week, every week of the month, every month of the year, I believe we are defining our purpose. And the reason why I say that is because I know that many people believe that there's a, a prepackaged purpose handed down by God. But what I believe is that the reason why I don't believe that is because I really feel like whether I wanted to be a musician or whether I continued on in the direction of engineering, uh, mechanical engineering, the direction that I was first going on, 
And I really believe that either way would have worked out for me. I really believe that either way had the potential of being my purpose. And I say that because I look at us making choices every day. And we may choose to follow a path that we feel is predetermined for us, you know. And for many of us, that's proof that it was that it was predetermined, predetermined, I'm sorry. But I believe that's more so us, our power, the power that we have to like once we are focused on something, once we line up with something, once we decide that we're right home, right where we belong, then we go full speed ahead. The proof, again, is in the pudding. Like, everything that has happened in the last two weeks as far as the new friends that I have and the new people that I'm shaking hands with and that I'm appreciating showing love to, all you all, it's like, it's because I'm like 100% sure that this is my path that I want to do and that works for me. And I can stop it today and just be an engineer. You know, a mechanical engineer. I could do it today. And... It's really based on if I put the same mindset to it. All I have to feel is that it's what I want and it's what makes sense for me. And that's all you have to decide. So I feel like purpose is chosen as opposed to predetermined. Not saying I'm right. I could be wrong. I'm a proper skeptic. But the evidence to me points more to the fact that we choose our destiny than the idea, especially theologically, that is handed down to us. But I'm not trying to go off on that. (laughs) I really said that to say that this song was written where the first part of the melody expresses the curiosity, the journey. If you read the Bhagavad Gita, the Hindu scriptures, it's Arjuna, the seeking soul, as he's talking to Krishna. But Arjuna represents the seeking soul, the person, everybody, that part of your journey where you're just trying to figure out. What does it mean to be a human being? What does it mean to fit in? How do I get love? How do I get validation? First of all, how do I get fed? You know, and I'm saying that realistically because biologically we come into this thing with some pre, some predisposed, you know, kind of things and that lead us to everything else. So you're trying to figure out who's going to feed you, <laughs> you know, how are you going to get fed? Once you figure out that if you cry at a certain time, you're going to get fed, then you go from there and you realize who it is and you make sure you cry in that direction then you also naturally develop nothing but love for that person because they're the ones that help you to survive and you make that connection they're giving you that love so we represent the seeking person our junior represents the seeking soul and what we're doing is seeking asking questions and trying to find our way the second part of the melody is written in a way where you're experiencing life. You go out there and you do some things. You figure out what's for you. And then the reoccurring piece that you keep hearing at the very end. Let's see if I can see if I can see if I can play this for you all. In fact, I'll play it with the recording. It is it's coming up. It's right here. Finding your, <laughs> y'all never seen anybody do that. I'm the only musician you've ever seen performing this car for you. Remember that. This is just beginning. I actually have another video where I do a 
a full performance of this, um, of my latest song, the latest song of my group called On My Way. I'll, I'll put that on the page as well. I keep thinking about, you know, there's so many, there's so many memories that my new friends have not experienced yet. Like, I've, I'm just, I can't wait to share these things with you all. Now, you can share them with yourself <laughs> by going to Aaron Hill TV and just watching the video so I don't have to paste everything over here. But if not, then, you know, just hang on, come back to the page from time to time and check out the podcast. So the A section is about curiosity. The B section is about actually going out and doing something. And then this part is about finding your home. I found my home 2012 to 2013. It was actually, to be honest, the funny thing is, it was when I was transitioning out of Christianity. It's so interesting. And during that time was really when I found my home. The cool part about it, and I'll, <clears throat> I'll take the, you know, I'll save this for a longer conversation. I know Jennifer, I'm a, I'm a fool. I'm a fool. So the cool, <laughs> coolest part about this was, it was in my transition out of Christianity. And it was during the time when I was realizing that there was nothing you needed to do in order to receive validation and love or to appease or please an entity. You didn't have to accept a sac- an idea of a sacrifice and all this kind of stuff. Now, you know, I don't mean to offend anybody if that's what your belief is. I'm just speaking for myself and just saying that I became free when I no longer believed that love was held behind the glass of accepting uh, a proposition of sacrifice and all this kind of stuff. And so I found my place at home because I felt like, you know, for during that, during that time, like I've always been a loving person, but because of the way that I was taught, I always thought that love was what I like to explain. Um, that is my reflection of my religious upbringing is that we say it's unconditional love, but what I really see it as is unconditional love with conditions. And so I no longer felt that there were conditions anymore, any conditions, and that you didn't need to, and, and that it didn't have to be where the only way you were going to have a life that was peaceful or a life that made sense or a life where, you know, things worked out for you is if you loved a particular entity or if you were pious and did certain, you know, acts and kept certain things. So anyway, enough about that. I was free and I've been free ever since to be a responsible, mature human being who freely expresses love, freely gives love and knows that love is there whether I accept it or not. And so I found my place at home. It was during the time when I was, so I was no long, I was a musician that was no longer playing in a traditional church and I started playing uh, at this place which was a New Thought Center and if you all haven't heard of New Thought Christianity, check it out and at that point there were ideas that I'm also lined up with when it came to life and it was just a refreshing feeling and so yeah that's where that song came from so anyway, I'm crazy because I done rambled and rambled and rambled I hope that this is like <laughs> entertaining to you I just wanted to come on and just talk about my weekend, talk about the fact that, you know, the goal is where I started was that death isn't the worst thing for many people. The worst thing is that there are many people that never live. 
Not that there are people that die. There are many people that never live. And what I mean by live is to find your home, to find your destiny, your purpose, your rhythm, your flow, the place where you're doing something that's amazing for the world. You're helping the world to be a better place. You're bringing some kind of light and love into the world. And what you do makes you the happiest to do. It, it When I say, <clears throat> oh, cool. Oh, that's what's up, Jennifer. So, yeah, so we could have some good conversations, some really good conversations, because <laughs> I can tell you my thoughts about new thought, <laughs> my new thought about new thought. <laughs> I love and appreciate new thought. I feel like many like with many other paths, I feel like there's some some places where we kind of we kind of delude ourselves or we kind of are doing the same things that I see in traditional religion. We just they're just under different guises or they come in a slightly different form. We'll talk about that. Talk about that another time. In fact, maybe we could do a podcast and I can say, hey, how was your experience with New Thought? <laughs> Let me know if you'd be interested in that. I'm serious about that, too, um, because it would just be, you know, you you telling me. I don't know if, if you that was your first time ever being at a New Thought Center. But if not, if it was, then it'd be what is your impression? If not, it'd be, you know, what's your thought about New Thought? So, um. Yeah, there are many people that don't live. There are many people that are doing what they have to do in order to pay bills and because of the fact that they have, they either have to or they're stuck in the idea. I've had three conversations this past weekend about this. They're stuck in the idea that life is about giving up some of your happiness in order to just do what you gotta do. Now, the truth of the matter is that and I watched a video yesterday, whole different topic that I'm going to do a live stream on. It was called The Birth of the White Nation. Ooh, heavy, heavy, heavy. And what they were talking about was the birth of the term white. The birth of the term white and why it was created. And, ooh, it's just deep. It's deep. I'm saying that to say that, you know, within the midst of that story that comes out of a, a more primitive society than of today and it's closer to slavery and it's closer to these, all these other things. And so what that means is that there are some people. Oh, it really hurts my heart to even talk about it. There are some people um, who whose lives we're fortunate, Jennifer, we are fortunate. Frank, we are fortunate. James, we are fortunate. As we sit here and do this, and we're in a, and the fact that we're in a reality where now this is a another conversation because somebody might argue we're still, you know, we're, we're still just as bound as we were before. But we can, we can't doubt that times have changed, that we have more freedom, more ability to take control of our life. And create the kind of lives that we want than we did back in 1644 when they created the term white in order to make a law that white people and again this is why it's so interesting psychologically because even when I say that I'm not actually talking about any group of people I'm talking about the term that they used and how they use that to classify a group of people in order to make a distinction of another, pe- oh, it's just woo, it's heavy. 
But when the term, when that was used, when the term white people was created in order to create a law that anybody who was deemed as white and was in that box couldn't marry anybody who was non-white and how that, oh gosh, during that time and that was a part of slavery, you know, during the time of slavery and everything, there were many people who did not have the abilities that we have today to actually control their lives. There were many people whose entire lives was lived as a slave directly and obviously to someone else. And so I'm fortunate, you're fortunate, we're so fortunate today that we get the opportunity not just to have the freedom to create the kind of lives that we want, but that we have resources like this to communicate that with other people and help them to live the type of life that they desire to. So I'm doing my job right now, my job. And I want to say this to somebody, because especially because of how many uh, friends that I have, how many of you, okay, there's a, I know there's a number of people that's within my family, my family, you my family. There's a number of people who have been told by parents or by brothers or sisters or other people of authority that you just need to get a nine to five. You just need to get a nine to five. I know you want to do, I know you got a passion for this, but just get a nine to five. Now, here's the thing. They have meant well. They've meant well. The truth of the matter is, though, we don't live in that kind of world anymore. And they just don't understand you. Or if you are working a nine to five and you're trying to get out of it and somebody's just trying to tell you, hey, just just play it safe. Stay safe. Like, no. And even if you're telling yourself that, no, no. Like, yes, there's a there's a, you know, an aspect to making sure your bills are paid. But getting to the point where you're like, well, you know, I just got to do what I got to do. And I'll try to find happiness in the fact that my bills are paid is no, no, no. Because bills are not something we were born with. You were not born as a human being onto this earth. (laughs) As my esoteric friends would say, my new thought friends would say, you were not born with a divine birthright of of bills, of paying bills. Like that's not a divine birthright. That was something that was implanted on you by a system that was created before you had the chance to have a say in any of it. So I'm saying that to say, and I'm sorry because I'm almost like in tears just thinking about it because I really want us to be free that badly. Like, do not allow yourself to be such a slave to a system that you give up on your dreams because you're doing what you got to do. One day I'm when I know it's okay with everybody on my well, I guess it doesn't matter if it's okay because it's my brand. That. And next time I'll say it audibly, but I'll, I'll preserve a few ears right now. Like, seriously. That has to get out of our system. That has to get out of our psyche. You know, you have to find your home. You have to find your home. You have to find your home. And then from there, you have the ability with this thing that you're consuming this content on you have the ability to go from your nine to five in order to create the life that you desire and you could do it with the thing you're holding in your hand listening to me ramble on and on and on about and that's why i'm talking so much because i did this between 2007 and 2014 i built a business based off of this device from zero to six figures. It went from zero to $130,000 
a year. The only thing that changed with my life is that my interest changed, and that being that I was, I had a gospel, or I have a gospel business, and as a, you all see at this point, my focus isn't Christianity, nor do I really support it anymore in a great way because of differences philosophically. Um, you know, but with that, I'm just saying now I'm like, I'm still proud of the business. I'm proud of everything that I've done. I'm proud of all my work. And now I want to help other people who don't think that they can get out of their nine to fives in order to make a full time living as a YouTuber, as a person that deals with natural hair care or skincare products, as a person who honestly doesn't have any products. They just have a passion for business. They have a passion for talking about, um, you know, sociology and they don't even have a degree but they have done the study because that's just what they're into you have the ability to make it a part-time thing a full-time thing even and that's what i want to inspire you with but even if that's not your goal i just want to inspire you first to find your home find your home you know look at what makes you happy honor what makes you happy even if other people don't find what you do as exciting from the perspective of them, the importance to them, like whatever, it doesn't matter. It's important to you. And the truth of the matter is the proof is in the pudding with the person that I'm talking to right here. You, <laughs> you <laughs> is that there's somebody out there that's crazy enough. Cause that's how I feel when I ramble. I'm like, I can't believe people are crazy enough to listen to me. There's somebody who's crazy enough to hang in there with you and listen to you because they dig something about you and it matches who they are. Jennifer, do I work from home now? Thank you, Jennifer, for asking me that. Um, and I was trying to think, I want to give you a shout out to Jennifer. What do you, what is the name of your business? Cause I want to actually give you a shout out. Um, so Jennifer, the answer is yes, I do work from home and to clarify the, the last part of your statement now, the now would be now 17 years. I was fortunate six, I'm sorry. Sorry, having a, having a bad math moment, I think. 2003 to 19, 16 years. <laughs> I was one year off. Um, I've had the honor and the privilege and the pleasure to do what I love to do now for 16 years since the time I was 21 to work from home and to be my own independent full-time contractor. It started off when I was working for the churches. That's how I wound up getting into uh, doing what I love full-time. But then I capitalized on that and took the time to build a, a world-recognized um, business. So, yeah. <laughs> Be more aloha, right? I just forgot the name. Yes. So everybody, please check out Be More Aloha. Do you have, yeah, work for survivors, nonprofit work for survivors of rape, incest, and foster care, youth focused on healing through the arts. Thank you, Jennifer. And everybody, please go check out what Jennifer has to offer as far as her nonprofit company. I have had the pleasure to be a part of Jennifer's event, and I love Jennifer, <laughs> and I love what she does, what she stands for, <clears throat> and what she tries to deliver. So I appreciate you, Jennifer. If you can, drop your information here. And then I also want to talk to you, um, as you've heard, you know, that I'm talking to everybody about their 
business or service, message, product, or brand um, to give them creative brand strategies. I'd love to have a conversation with you on the podcast. So let me know if you'd be interested in doing that, and then we can go ahead and set up a time. So, yeah. So I, I thank you all. I'm actually going to go in here because I'm starving. And uh, <laughs> as you all can see, I'm, and you know, I say I'm starving, but actually this is what I'm most hungry for. And it has nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with like needing to be seen. Like I really, really do just appreciate building and making relationships with people. Hello, Madeline. How are you today? Madeline, you caught, you caught me at the very end of the live stream. I played my piano in my car and everything. <laughs> Take it back to the top. Hit a replay if you can, Madeline. And thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks for taking a few seconds of your precious time to hang out with this dude. So I really do. I mean, this is really what it's about for me. I love communicating with people and I'd rather do nothing than that all day long. I love making people smile. So shout out to everybody that liked my picture and shared it and called it cute and everything. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my picture with my daughter, Aria, where I put my quote on there that, you know, I'm just addicted to positivity, giving compliments and making people feel good. And I really, really am. I really am. I really am. <laughs> so thank you so much for checking that out. And um, I'm trying to think. It was, oh, with those quotes, I actually, I've got a lot in store for you all. One of the things I'm going to start doing with my quotes is I'm going to have, um, I'm going to have an album called Deep Grooves. And Deep Grooves is an album where it's about reprogramming of the mind. I'm going to take my quotes and put them to some of my like groove style chill out hip-hop tracks like stuff that's like you can just kick back i so wish i had my other song in here i would play it for y'all but i don't <clears throat> but like real cool chill out vibe tracks and they're going to be motivational tracks and the entire oh thank you so much madeline thank you i love you and i know don't 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 think it's creepy i know we just met but that's just me. <laughs> it's just me. I promise you, it's whole, it's clean, and I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not a weird guy. But I really do just appreciate people. So I have um, my quotes. I'm going to be setting to my chill out tracks, and it's going to be my new brand and style of motivational music. And you're just going to be able to cut it on, and just hear things like. <clears throat> Let me see something. I, I do have a song on here. That's the light by Common it's our remake of it and let me see hold on I'm going to play this real quick and then I'm going to get on out of here okay <laughs> okay so this has singing on it this is my beautiful partner Amashandra if you haven't heard of her yet A-M-A-C-H-A-N-D-R-A. A-M-A, mama without the M, C-H-A-N-D-R-A. Check her out. If I say anything else, we'd be on here for another hour, so I'm not going to say anything else about it. Just check her out. (laughs) 
So it'll be like chill out tracks, maybe a little bit faster than this, a little bit groove, more groove to this. And uh, I'm going to be having my quotes on top, you know, so you'll hear things like be your unadulterated, true, unapologetic self. And you'll hear it with like that siren going down the street. <laughs> but like, that's the funny thing, because you will actually hear some. Uh, I don't you. I, Jennifer say I love Armachandra. Like I do, too. I do, too, Jennifer. I really do. <laughs> She's lovable. Very lovable. That's why I'm trying to get everybody to know who she is. So you'll hear me say things like, be, un- be your unapologetic, unadulterated true self. <laughs> Being yourself is where it's at. World's number one dream killer. Caring too much about other people's opinions. I should, I should, I should have been doing this with with this. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna have a new style of motivational music, and you're gonna be able to play it at the beginning of your day, in order to just get the juices flowing and just something to set the tone for your day. You're gonna be able to go to sleep to it. It's gonna be like sleep music as well. And you're going to be able to just play it anytime. You just need to decompress and just get away from it all and have a break to clear your mind. So that's all. Oh, that is great. Yes, 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 yes. So I don't know how you got here either, Madeline, but I'm glad you did because I just want to appreciate everybody here. So I want to say thank you to you. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, Jennifer, for hanging out. Thank you, everybody. Kelly, thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Adama. Thank you, Nathaniel. Thank you, Sylvia. I didn't even know you were here. Thank you, Sylvia. And my new friend, Delane Cook. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. And I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.